I V M. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Musafir Stories, India's very own travel podcast, where each week we share the journey of travelers in their own words and relive their experiences with you, our listeners. Hi guys, welcome to a brand new episode of the Musafir Stories. Before we get on with this episode, a quick shout out to Manus three four two six. I guess that's his old name for uh, an awesome five star review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much, buddy. It's much appreciated. If you, as a listener, as a patron, would like to leave feedback, either good, bad, or ugly, uh, make sure to write to us either through the podcast app you use or by writing to us on uh, our email through our website. So uh, we'll make sure to take note of that. And as for today's episode, we celebrate World Heritage Day by making a dash for the heritage city that is close to both our hearts and um, the place where we live as well. So let's jump into the conversation with our guest Shubhadeep Mukherjee, or uh, Indian vagabond as he calls himself, and find out more. Hi, thank you, thank you for having me on this podcast. It's really nice to be on this channel. Thank, thank you. you, thank you, Shubhadeep, and uh, it's our pleasure to have like a pro traveler like you <laughs> speak with Thanks. us. Um, what we usually do, Shubhadeep, on uh, the podcast is. Whenever we have guests, we ask them to take us and our listeners on a journey on um, a trip that they made and uh, discuss everything about that itinerary. So, with that in mind, where are you taking us to today? It's a it's a very beautiful day out here in Kolkata. It's quite uh, it's not that warm, and I think the best destination for this evening would be Mysore. Oh, wonderful! Uh, <laughs> it's so, close to both Saif and my heart as well because even like <laughs> locally, we are very close to it. <laughs> and uh, Faz okay. has a little bit of uh, work related history also. There, she uh, okay. her first job uh, right. actually began. In my okay. <laughs> yeah, so I was there for almost four months. So yes, I'm okay. all. We are all excited to hear about Mysore. Yeah, tell us why okay. Mysore, though, Subhadeep. When I was growing up, around for, for say in the eighties, I actually my father was transferred to Bangalore, and okay. uh, we spent around four to five years in Bangalore. And what used to happen is that all our cousins, when they came to know that we have transferred to Bangalore, they used to come for vacation, mm-hmm. and. The first thing they would say is that okay, let's go to Mysore. And so I have visited Mysore quite a few few times with my cousins whenever they used to come down to Bangalore. And after that, I shifted back to Kolkata. And it was I think nearly in the in the end 2016, I managed to take my family, that is my wife and my daughter, back to Mysore. And to to remember all those memories that I had of Mysore and to tell the stories of penguins of Mysore, actually. <laughs> okay, we would like to know the penguin story really soon. And I bet you are a pro already with so much travel to Mysore. So please get started. Now, Seth, yeah, I think, could... um, yeah, well, I was also going to add that uh, even historically looking at the place, right, Mysore has always like been the cultural capital of Karnataka and even dates back to before that. Um, if, if you look at the history of Mysore, 
Wadiyars um, of Mysore, who have been uh, prominently ruling that place, as well as um, the other great rulers that fought the British, like uh, Tipu Sultan and Hyder Ali, all of them have a connection to Mysore or uh, the areas around Mysore. So that way, even if you look at it from a historical perspective, uh, Mysore is such has such an important place in the history of India. So we're really glad that uh, you're taking us to Mysore and um, showing us around all the important uh, sights and sounds of Mysore that we're um, just waiting to share with our listeners. Right. And I think if I'm not wrong, it is also called the Heritage City, if I'm right? Yeah. Mysore Heritage City. Mysore, everything is heritage. I mean, it has, <laughs> it has, it has too many heritage uh, links. Absolutely. Wonderful. Absolutely. Yeah. So please tell us, Subadi, where are you going to take us in yeah. Mysore first? Yeah. So, so Mysore, since, since I'm from Calcutta, Mysore also has a direct link between because the Britishers were actually trying to, the, the Tipu Sultan was the last, if you say the ruler who was the kind of giving a tough time to the Britishers sure. and yeah. before, and by that time they had already established in Kolkata. So mm-hmm. for uh, historically also Mysore or Mysuru, whatever you can, you can, you call it right now is very mm-hmm. significant. Basically, uh, if you if you if you if you're traveling to Mysore, you can actually cover cover Mysore as well as Shirangapatna in two days. That would include the zoo, the church, Chamundi Hills, as well as the lakes. Mm-hmm. The Shirangapatna itself is is a quite a, a big place that you need to you really need to give some time. And of course, not to forget Brindavan Gardens, which you have uh-huh. to spend the evening and have watch those dancing fountains in the evening you know yeah, the musical fountains right musical fountains <laughs> i mean you have to have to have to see that so the if if you if you on the first day if you reach and if you start early in the morning mm-hmm. what you can do is the zoo really opens up really early in the morning and i would always recommend if you're having children or if you if you like animals to go to the zoo in the early in the morning because the and the animals and birds they are very very fresh from their <laughs> night sleep and all and then you would be able to see the, it's it's more or less empty out there so you would really be able to enjoy the zoo remember that plastic bags and bottles are not allowed so when you're going to the zoo make sure you don't have you can you don't carry any plastic bottles or bags if, even if you do carry, they do exchange your plastic bags with paper bags. So that's a very good thing thing out there now. And as far as penguins are concerned, in the 80s, uh-huh. there used to be penguins, you know, and they used to have those, uh, They to, just to cool them off, they used to have those big big um, fountains of ice water just to cool them. Wow. But I guess they... I guess they did not survive long, yeah. so they don't have to have them anymore now. So, but overall, the zoo—it's—it's it's not a big zoo, but it's very well maintained and it's a very nice place to have a early morning walk and go around and see the animals. It's—it's it's a very beautiful, neat and clean museum. Definitely, and so, also I think this is one of the older zoos of India. Also, yes, right? absolutely, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, and everything has a princely kind of uh, charm to it because obviously once all these things belong to the king it does have a heritage even the zoo has a heritage sure. if you see and i think the zoo is very well kept as well they have a lot absolutely, of new animals absolutely. right yeah yeah a lot absolutely. of new animals that keep coming in i think if i'm not wrong the latest uh, new addition to the mysore zoo has been the white rhino okay I yeah oh, I, I didn't see that i had to say I, next time my, my next right. visit i think that would be my yeah I yeah, need yeah. To, we all should, I think, because the white rhino is what one of my friends did speak about. So I think maybe next time when we go, we'll get to see something new. Yeah. And uh, the next important thing would be St. Philomena Church. Okay. This is significant. Uh, it was built in 1936. So it's not that uh, old church. 
but it has a different significance is that uh, to build the church the main assistance about to give the land and to have the all those permissions and all came from the the prince the maharaj of mysore krishna javodiar himself oh, okay. so if we talk about national integration you know <laughs> where these were a part of the kind of uh, heritage what they saw the king really appreciated the different culture the different people that were coming in for for last two years they are rebuilding this church because it requires a lot of uh, maintenance and all mm. so when i went two years back the out the outer uh, area had the outer face had already been uh, restored and they were mo- the in- interiors were mostly complete i mean so i hope by now it's open and and when you visit the church make sure that you visit there are some graves below the altar so there's a mm-hmm. chamber out there mm-hmm. and a, so do visit that so that's okay. kind of a, it it's spooky but <laughs> <laughs> i think uh, this is the it's relic nice. you're referring to right yes yes right. the relics are kept, yeah. kept of sepelomen are kept below the church and all oh. and then uh, there is another if you, if you talking about museum there is something called the railway museum next to the railways you know as as child everybody every, every one of us especially the boys want to be engine driver you know <laughs> so if, if, if you go to the railway museum you will find all those different kinds of uh, railway cars railway wagons and all and uh, if if you go back to the history previously there were nothing as such as indian railway so each state had their own railway and all okay. so mysore had had its own railway network and all. so this was part of the mysore network and all they had their own own railway wagons and engines and also some of this historical things are still kept out here yeah and lo- so, lot of the stuff from the british era also right like absolutely absolutely yeah. because the locomotives all of them were actually imported from england so they used yeah. to come by steamship either to bombay or to calcutta and then travel all the way to mysore and they have their own railway and all yeah it's it's a nice little museum uh, cute see type of museum but i think um, for anybody even for kids to adults uh, it is um, something that is worth spending some time at right absolutely absolutely and uh, talking about uh, museums and art gallery uh, there is something called the jagan mohan palace an art gallery i did a mistake is that i did not have i did not i, I could not give a lot of time to this museum but i would recommend you if you're an art lover just give it time because there are paintings of ravi varma Mm. which needs you just need to stay and you just will get absolutely mesmerized by the by the the type of painting which were done by him and all there is a huge there is a good collection of his painting in this museum so do give some time i mean you should not go around in a hurry yeah i think right. i understand uh, there is at least over 1000 uh, paintings uh, that, that are on display in the museum yes, right outside yes, i mean yes. other uh, uh, apart from ravi varma uh, the other yeah. artists as well there's a lot of them so you one should definitely give some time to uh, the jagan mohan palace and art gallery as well yes yes and uh, unfortunately i mean uh, due to some maintenance issues some of the paintings got damaged and all oh, but luckily no. they they were able to restore some of them and and two years back they were almost finished restoring the external face of the museum also so by now i think it's it's more or less done so okay. even even um, apart from the paintings itself that are the mainstay of the museum uh, the palace itself right the art yes. it's, it's such a magnificent <laughs> it's, it's, structure it's, right it's it's a, it's it's a, it's, a, it's a mini palace in itself so <laughs> you have to admire the ar- architecture in a separate light apart from the art i mean if you see that in my blog i have featured the external photographs also it, it's it, it's just brilliant and all and there's another uh, if you just up ahead from jagan mohan uh, this jagan mohan palace and art gallery uh-huh. there is a temple also 
uh, it's not a place to visit but architecturally also it's a wonderful place and that's where the uh, the temple authorities sit and they maintain the for the chamundi hills whatever work is done from there okay. so it's a beautiful building and also often it is ignored but uh, it has got architectural uh, significance because of its type of architecture very common to the mysore kind of gharana of architecture so mm-hmm. do give give it a glance i mean it's no use entering it because it's just an office but yeah, uh, administrative building i guess right administrative building but it it's absolutely brilliant yeah i think it's uh, uh, it's that um, i'm sorry to interject but yeah. uh, i think it's that um, indo sasanic style of architecture right that was yes, very yeah. popular during those days uh, if you look at uh, even places in mumbai right mumbai, like yeah. uh, victoria yes, terminus yes. etc yeah. yeah mumbai kolkata even in in kolkata you have that the sasanic kind of architecture because that's kind of was in thing there's a lake and this it's called uh, karanji the karanji lake yeah when i went out there in the morning they were boating of facilities oh. out there paddle boats and all and uh, it's a it's a great time for your it's just next to uh, the park the zoo you, you can go with your family and have a just good uh, ride around the lake it's it, it's it's a short one but it has got beautiful plants and trees out there so just it's a place to relax and to enjoy the nature that's the one of the best place i would suggest sure i think that and, way in and, that way uh, mysore uh, in terms of diversity and um, the the different variety of places also right there's so much right from the zoo to the lakes to the palaces to the dams and stuff like that there's so much different variety right to look at yeah and there is chamundi hills which is of course a hill <laughs> <laughs> definitely yeah yeah so from from there you can just go straight to chamundi hills it uh-huh. does take some time to reach there it's and from there on the way there are lots of view points okay. where you get a fantastic view of the entire mysore the city mm-hmm. so when you're going in a car do ask your driver to stop because uh the driver would drive on to chamundi to the top of the temple <laughs> but ask him to stop to because you get a fantastic view and from there on top you get a very good view of lalit mahal palace also sure. so and once you reach the top of chamundi hills i mean obviously it's famous famous for chamundeshwari temple right. uh, uh, which is of course uh, considered as as one of the most sacred of the it's called it's called the 18 of the mahashakti peethas uh, mm-hmm. in the hindu tradition what they call yeah. and obviously uh, there's a black nandi bull the chamundeshwari temple itself i mean if you go any time there's a huge queue so do keep in mind the temple timings if you are interested in visiting the temple mm-hmm. keep that in mind and then then you have to spend some time because the evening aarti is a morning aarti the different aarti times and all there is a prashad time also so you have to give some time if you are visiting there sure. if you if you intend to visit the inside of the temple right and and um, also the other important structure around the temple right the statue of the mahishasura with the yeah the mahishasura i mean the cobra in his hand <laughs> cobra in his hand and that's that's the one of the common spots for uh, for youngsters to take selfie you know uh, with exactly. mahishasura <laughs> i remember that structure used to look so huge when we were kids and we used to get so scared we used to be like it's so big but now i think recently when now we it, went it, yeah it looks like, just normal exactly, it does not look that like, big really i was back then i was scared of this huge structure <laughs> Uh, but even even that has uh, a little bit of history right um, the goddess chamundeshwari or uh, durga as um, she is otherwise known across india uh, she apparently 
killed uh, Mahishasura, right? Um, yeah. Asura, and uh, mm. the, the, I think that's how um, the temple came into being, and uh, the, the, that's how it's celebrated, as well as the famous festival of Dasera, right? This is what. Dasera, and that, that Dasera has everything to do with my soul. The one thing that you, <laughs> what comes to your mind, Dasera, it has to be. Mysore, and the only one structure that comes come, come into your mind is the the, the Mysore Palace, exactly. the grand the grand Mysore Palace and the <laughs> elephants and all. Exactly. But exactly. Mysore Palace is big. Yeah. What uh, if you really want to see all the structures and internal all the constructions and the detail of the architecture? Do give it time. I mean, it's yeah. it's it takes a lot of time to go around Mysore Palace. Mm-hmm. I asked the locals. I did not visit during the Sera, but during the Sera, make sure that you have your hotel bookings in, in advance because that's the peak season and it really gets crowded. You would not find any uh, vacant rooms and all because people from around Mysore as well as from Bangalore as well as as well as it's nearby beautiful. states they yeah, they, they complain. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. That's the and with all those grandeur and and everything and all. I mean, it's 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 the place to be. Absolutely. But if you are visiting, make sure you have everything done in advance, maybe, and then talk to the locals. What is the exact timing? Because uh, it really gets crowded. Make sure you have water, and then you take a good position where you can photograph and see the procession. Uh, it yeah. really becomes, and of course, the in, in the evening when the whole palace is lit up with all those thousands and thousands of bulbs, it's uh-huh. it's something great yeah, and it's, this is really beautiful to look yeah. at and uh, just a little uh, fun fact uh, it's apparently close to uh, 1 lakh or 100000 bulbs that are lit up uh, during, <laughs> yes yes uh, yeah. during that week right uh, not that week the the 10 days no, of the sera so yeah it is like grandeur at its best um, and given the beautiful architecture the indusasanic architecture etc it looks really really beautiful to the eye and i think every day evening or maybe it's on weekends that the palace is lit as well mm-hmm. because i remember perfectly that we used to go there stand and wait till it becomes 7 o'clock and all the lights get switched on <laughs> so there was a huge crowd just waiting out there this is like the days where dasera isn't there i mean the regular days i'm talking about okay, regular days. Yeah, regular I, weekends. If, if i'm not weekends they do it right right, right weekends, regular weekends yes so that's and just just view. before Dasera, just before Dasera, they stop that because they replace the bulbs, wow. and then the cantio starts on the on the day of the Dasera. Oh. And another fun fact would be this is not a very old palace. I mean, this was completed in 1912, so if it, it's a quite <laughs> modern building if you see. Yeah, apparently, the but, old but, one was uh, burned down, right? Yes, and burned down, so burned down. Correct. And and if you if you happen to be inside and if you see the architecture, the thing and everything. It's just mind-boggling, and yeah. I, mean, I mean, it's 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 fit to be the king's palace, and yeah. those stained glass, the beautiful woodwork, it's just brilliant. Absolutely, you, and it's not just the. I mean, from for, for somebody looking from the outside, it's more about just the architecture from the outside and the lights that uh, light up the whole thing, right? But uh, there's actually so much more on the inside, which perhaps doesn't come out as much because you're not allowed to carry cameras, right, inside. Uh, so that's why so much of it doesn't come out, but uh, there's uh, like a lot to see inside the palace too, like the the golden throne, the darbarehas, the darbar the arm, yeah, the beautiful the chandeliers. I mean, yes. it's just beautiful glass chandeliers. I mean, right. you just wish that you had one in your house. Anyway. I know. <laughs> there is this perfect spot, I think, on the first floor, if I'm not wrong, where people yes. are slowly sneaking their phones out and trying to take a picture. Yes, and even I tried. <laughs> Us will just stare at you and okay, sit, okay, sorry. Because <laughs> no, like we were just standing there and looking at people do that. And there was the security guy who was 
so sharp. He would just catch people from every angle of his like sight. He would be like, "Hey, there!" He would start whistling, and then he would start whistling another person. But yeah, I think if they did allow photographs, those pictures would be so beautiful, especially the chandeliers. Yes. Yeah. And and if you're into shopping, this Mysore Palace also is the right place to do your shopping because the apparently there are official shops out there which sell sandalwood and sandal products out there. Okay. Of course, of course, beautiful sarees and all. This, these are official government shops and all at uh, at the palace. Just just next to the palace, there yeah. there is a section where all the shops are present and all. Right. And I think right outside the palace, there are a lot of tonga walas and a lot of autos. Yes, also that, autos. Uh, right. So that they keep waiting and asking you, do you want to go shop? And they take you to like different uh, shops, basically. Yes, yes, Maybe yes, they have yeah, a cut. Yeah. Yeah, whatever in <laughs> you shop, but they do take you to some nice places in the end of the yes. day. <laughs> there is an arrangement. You know, these guys will the Tonga walas will take you to a particular shop, uh-huh. and the arrangement is that whether you buy it or not, to bring that tourist to that shop, they'll get a percent. They'll yeah. get a, a minimum amount of money. Yeah. So that's kind of <laughs> it's understood and. We we were not really interested because we had hired a car and so we were just waiting and I was just photographing and these people they, they, they were just swarming around me. Right. You know, they will go for a ride and all this and all. It's it, it was fun and yeah. there are lots of temples also inside the compound. So True. it really takes a lot of time to visit this place. Yeah, I think if you're really on a hurry, then you probably can touch and go, but um, it can actually be a good three to four day itinerary, and especially if you go there during absolutely, absolutely. Mysore right? Palace itself, itself, it's a quite long journey. I mean, yeah. if you have one end to the other, I mean, if you really want to see it well, you'll you'll get tired seeing the whole uh, complex as such, and then <laughs> that day just passes by completely. Yeah, I understand there's about uh, twelve temples within the complex, also apparently. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff to see around. So uh, depending on your itinerary, you can plan it accordingly, right? Uh, if you if you want to keep it brief or if you want to uh, go in detail, it's all up to you, up to the time you have. But uh, Mysore in itself, it has so much to offer. Then there is uh, Lalit Mahal Palace, which is which is now a hotel. Right, right. Uh, so th- you have two options: either uh, you can just photograph it from outside, but if you want to go inside, you can buy a ticket for three hundred rupees, which oh, would okay. in- entitle you to also a cup of tea or coffee at the hotel. Okay. So you can buy that ticket for and photograph around, have a cup of tea or coffee, and just go around. T- I mean, enjoy the view as such. You don't have to rent out a room, but if you do to have a kind of a royal life for a, a royal night, then do <laughs> book a room out here. We did not get to book a. I mean, we we were just since we were traveling, yeah. so we came to the gate and we asked the guard. So we are not interested in the tea or coffee. Can I please photograph? Uh-huh. Initially, the guard says no, no, no. It's not allowed. You know. And then I said, okay, can okay. okay uh, I really don't have time, so can you just let me photo? So then after say one or two minutes, then he got he got tired and said, "Okay, just go." Within five minutes, you photograph and you come back. <laughs> so so <laughs> you just need to be good to the security guard, and he he will allow you inside. Oh, yeah, yeah. Information. And and one more thing to get the best view of this hotel or palace, whatever you call it, mm. it's actually from at from the hilltop, actually from the Chamundi, Chamundi Hills. Chamundi Hills. Okay. okay. So so make sure that you there's a particular viewpoint. So make sure you tell the driver to stop. And so you get the best Lalit Mahal Palace from there. Yeah, so definitely because uh, these are actual palaces, right, that have recently been converted into hotels. So uh, no doubt that they look stunning both from close and uh, from far off like um, the Chamundi Hills. Uh, After after Lalit Mahal, where did you head off to? 
it, it was getting evening and the place best place i mean i had to go was brindavan gardens you know <laughs> yes, i mean i mean because because first of all the beautiful flowers the fountains and of course the they were typical 80s and 90s hindi movie where <laughs> brindavan gardens <laughs> was the only place where you'd yes, have the Teja <laughs> <laughs> and uh, more recently I think Raja Hindustani also was uh, they had a yes. shooting shot there right <laughs> a Hindi movie had to be shot at either at Uti or at Brindavan Gardens yeah. you know Yeah it's sad right these days I don't see them that uh, that often they people just prefer go to Switzerland I guess but uh, Switzerland uh, uh, back in the day there used to be a number of movies that uh, or uh, movie songs that used to be shot here And, and I think in that era, everybody's honeymoon picture had one spot of yes. <laughs> Brindavan Garden, where there was this checkered, uh, I mean, a slope with uh, yes, I think Radha and Krishna's, there's Radha and Krishna statue right there, and you can yes. see the fall behind. My mother, my aunt, everybody's got a picture there. <laughs> so uh, so it, it's better to go during the evening because uh, obviously the lights come up that you can see the beautiful fountains and in the evening also you can go around the boat ride around the dam the, you just uh, you just go around for a boat ride and then finally there's a a musical fountain which happens you just need to walk to the other side and then there is a kind of a and half an hour to 45 minutes of this the show happens yeah which is it gets really crowded so if you're on a weekend make sure you take your spot well in advance because it really gets crowded you have those school students or the school buses coming in with lots of uh, children and all so do take your place around the fountain see around yeah. half an hour back at least otherwise you would really not be able to see anything yeah. the show lasts for around half an hour to 45 minutes and after that you are ready to go back make sure uh, the parking of private vehicles is just right next to it so you have your phone number of your driver so that you can quickly contact because that's that, that's a very rush time because everybody wants to go yeah. and things really get crowded at that, at that time Brindavan Gardens itself is a it's a huge beautiful place and if you are a photography lover if you are into flower photography i think this is the best best place to be you know it, it's just wonderful absolutely absolutely it's not just about the fountains of course there's a lot of uh, flora and fauna around in terms of um, the greenery etc that uh, one can photograph and uh, it actually reminded me recently um, so sometime back we were in um, dubai so we were looking at the fountains musical fountains in front of the burj khalifa uh, so it reminded me back uh, to the bindavan gardens so i, I hope you're not comparing them <laughs> of course not but uh, yeah it's just nostalgic memories, yeah, yeah uh, because that's this used to be like uh, our burj khalifa right <laughs> and i remember my cousins they whenever we used to visit with our cousins and all they were they would they would be completely mesmerized they would see you know this looks like singapore i said yeah yeah, yeah exactly because back in the, the 80s day, 90s this yeah. was something very very different for them you know? yeah it was pretty advanced for its time right it was pretty like um, ahead of its time back in the 80s absolutely so we've covered like a range of places any any more places to cover uh, shubhadeep uh, mysore is almost complete if, if you are really interested in shirangapatna you need a complete separate one full true. day to go around shirangapatna true even though i mean it became popular during the times of um, hyder ali and tipu sultan right sri rangapatna so it does yes, have absolutely. its own share of um, beautiful uh, palaces summer palaces then uh, some great mosques also uh, one can go to like little places like uh, darya daulat bagh is there exactly. you have that yeah, the, the plate Yeah, and of course, the most significant would be the place where Hyder Ali, Tipu Sultan, and Tipu Sultan's mother were there buried, the Gumbas. Now yeah. they are all buried together and all, and 
as Tipu Sultan was called the tiger, so his grave is marked with, uh, I mean, a tiger skin. I think it's a kind of a, a cloth or something, but it has the checkered pat pattern of a tiger correct, because correct. he was called the tiger. So yeah. it's it's. Share my sword. Share my sword, right, right. <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah, definitely. For somebody uh, who is interested, I would personally suggest uh, to keep Sri Rangpatna as a separate itinerary in itself. What we usually do is when we are getting back from our road trips. Um, to to like um, say but places before, outside of um, yeah. Karnataka or even uh, like further ahead of Mysore on our way back we make sure to make a stop and we explore like uh, little monuments little um, pieces of Sri Rangpatna and around Mysore as well I think that's a good way too because um, if you're trying to club it with Mysore it'll be a little bit of a rush so I would suggest it, 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 will, it will be very difficult so yeah. I, ideally you should, you should give it a separate itinerary because that itself it's in my, Sri Rangpatna Patna itself has a lot of things to see. I mean, the forts, the temples, the mausoleums, there is also the ghats and all the rivers and all the and sangam, if you see. It, it's, 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 a, it's a very large place to cover. And the bird sanctuary as yeah, well on the way to Bangalore. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> So, so maybe someday really we can talk about that. Yes. Yes. Apart from that, there are a few places in Mysore, which if you are interested, you can visit. And there's the kind of Indra Gandhi Rashtriya Manav Sangralaya, which is also a small museum, the National Museum of Natural History, Folklore Museum. Mm, okay. Uh, surprisingly, it has, Mysore has quite a number of museums, you know. And of, of course, the food of Mysore. I mean, whenever I'm going, <laughs> I have to that? try it. Right. There are lots of good, beautiful restaurants out there. Have you... A typical uh, meal and all. It's it's yeah. really wonderful. The and Mysore masala dosa. The Mysore, Mysore masala dosa. Yes, <laughs> Mysore Park and of course the iconic Mysore Park. You know, <laughs> and masala dosa and and that's the that that's the staple for me. Whenever I go there, I have to have that for lunch. You know, dosa for lunch for for breakfast for dinner. It has to be a dosa. <laughs> I can't do with dosa all the time. It's just wonderful. It tastes really different. Right. Absolutely. And absolutely. Mysore Park as well. I think oh, people would not don't... know. Yes. Yeah, I am a Bengali. So <laughs> for, for for me, sweets it's like uh, it's it's like I mean it's I'm so whenever I'm 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 going down south in wherever I mean I bring kilos of Mysore Park for me and for my family. But at the end, in in I'm the one who finishes up those kilos of Mysore Park. You know. <laughs> yes. So Mysore Park for someone uh, who isn't aware of it. So is this like this um, very? I don't know. I, I wouldn't call uh, it cake. I don't know. How would you? I mean, uh, Subhadeep, why don't you go ahead and describe? Yeah, it's like a kind of a. Uh, it's like a, with besan, you make it. You right. have it, and you mm-hmm. have it a ghee and ghee and ghee. It's like right. a death by ghee. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I think that's. So you have something sweet. You have. Yeah. Yeah. You you have DPG. something sweet, and you have excess of ghee and all, and then it's just <laughs> wonderful. And it's it's made it's made in in a kind of a cake shape, and then cut in uh, in in, in rectangular shapes, yeah. and sold by by kgs and kilos and <laughs> packets. And, and whoever is traveling out here, make sure you carry some kilos. For your relatives, I'm sure they'll appreciate that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And a little history about Mysore Park. It was, uh, I mean, the cooks of the Mysore Palace during Krishna Raja Bodeyar's time made the Mysore Park. And I think when the king asked the name of the recipe, I mean, the name of the dish, uh, the cook, uh, he said the possible name he can give is Mysore Park because it represented Mysore. So, mm. yeah, it's been there in everybody's mind and taste palates, I think, since forever. Wonderful Mysore yeah. Park and the and of course how can we forget the Mysore masala dosa as well the lovely dosa with the masala on top and the pudi powder and everything over it it's wonderful <laughs> so all you guys going there please taste the Mysore masala dosa and the Mysore Park 
and anything else subadeep that you want to add yeah and for if you are if you want to carry something to remember my soul uh, make sure to buy the small wooden elephants you know oh, yes <laughs> <laughs> small wooden elephants you get get them out there and it's made made out of sandalwood it's yeah. officially sold out there smaller one and all i have a collection of four five of them from oh, different wow. era from the 80s and even i got one for my daughter so make sure because that the elephants and the, that that symbolizes my soul the royalty the grandeur everything that symbolizes my so that you should you should keep keep that in mind that it's everything to do with royalty and grandeur when it comes to my so absolutely absolutely it used to be so popular back in the day right now it's lost a little absolutely. bit of sheen but yeah it is iconic i would completely agree with that and uh, thank you so much subadeep uh, for covering um, or uh, taking us on this uh, fun ride around my sort but before we head towards the end of the interview uh, any any further points to add subadeep Mysore is a, it's it's a wonderful place i mean this uh, one anecdote you know when uh-huh. i uh, booked the booked the car i asked do we need a ac car then the guy told me it's mysore the weather the weather is fine you don't need a ac car you need to you need to enjoy the air of mysore to enjoy mysore so <laughs> remember to enjoy the air of mysore to enjoy the mysore around overall it's a nice place if you really want to go around and see everything in details it can take up to 3 to 4 days if you club chiranga patna with it sure otherwise you, you can do it in two and a half days but it will be very tight so depend on your flexibility plan accordingly weekends are always very crowded because it's near proximity to bangalore people do come out here and all for weekends and all the rest of the days it's fine it's it's it's, it's quite a small town and uh, not that big so it can be easily covered in order to cover all the different points it's located around the city so it's better to hire a car yeah. or if you have your own mode own transportation that would be really fine So thank you so much Subhadi for being a wonderful thank guide you, thank you. and taking us to our own uh, Mysuru. <laughs> yeah, thank <run> back you. <laughs> yes. My pleasure, my pleasure actually. Thank you so much. And uh, I thank would you. strongly suggest all our listeners to go check out Subhadi's blog as well, the uh, indianvagabond.com. We'll add all the links in the show notes section, both the link to the blog as well as the blog post where uh, Subhadi has some wonderful pictures and wonderful words about Mysore too, so you can go check that out. And Subhadi Bhakana listeners follow you on uh, Uh, social media as well and uh, keep up with your work yeah so i'm on facebook twitter and instagram if you have to either search for shubhadeep mukherjee or indian vagabond or if you google indian vagabond also you get to get to my uh, website and my blog and there i have all the links of my social media handles that's lovely we'll add all of these links in the show notes section so that way the listeners will have a ready reckoner to go follow shubhadeep's great work again thank you so much shubhadeep for taking us on this uh, royal tour of sorts right uh, around um, this princely kingdom of mysore or mysuru uh, that has so many wonderful memories uh, from both our childhoods and, uh, uh, and i'm sure a lot of uh, people will relate to that so thank you so much shubhadeep thank, thank you thank you thanks a lot That was yet another great episode of The Bizarre Stories. If you guys like the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Audio Boom, Savan, Pocket Casts, Castbox, Stitcher, or any other podcasting app available on iOS or Android. Please do leave us a review on iTunes. It goes a long way in the show's discoverability. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. We go by the handle The Bizarre Stories. 
or if it suits you, you could email us at themusafirstories at gmail.com or visit our website at www.themusafirstories.com for more information. All of these links will be made available in the show notes section of each episode. So here's to more traveling, sharing and inspiring. Stay tuned for our next episode. Until then, happy travels and goodbye.